What's up, guys? It's Shift Beers episode three coming at you. Uh, today we have uh, we have a new guest on the show. We have uh, Kevin Cleaner. Say hi, Kevin. What up, world? Oh, hey, <laughs> what's up, man? Um, so we got some of the same crowd. We got me, Josh. We got Mr. Brian Fisher, and we have Beth Cannell as well. You guys want to say what's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. So this show is a little weird because uh, one of our microphones disappeared. We don't know where it went. So um, Kevin and Brian are sharing a microphone, um, but they're like sitting far away from each other because they don't want each other other's cooties. So when one of them wants to use it, they have to scoot towards the microphone. It's really weird. I don't know. But and if you took our microphone, you have 24 hours to bring it back. Yeah. No repercussions. <laughs> Who steals a microphone? Like we literally tore this place apart. So screw you guys. I mean, Chris isn't here this week, so we've got one That's suspect. Sus. It's it's Chris. It's 100% <laughs> Chris. Uh, you guys know where he lives. I don't. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. Let's go to his house right now. We do. Well, we live really, like I live really close to Chris. Like I could walk to his house. I could walk to both their houses, but it would suck. It's not really a walk. <laughs> so you're not going to do it. Inebriated enough for it to not matter. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like a good 25 minute walk, I'd say. So, yep. but anyways, Chris, <laughs> we're coming after you, bro. Uh, so this episode, uh, before we get into drinking, uh, which we could probably change the name of it if you really don't like it, because he's not here right now. I don't not like it. You don't like it. I know I, you don't. I said from the initial time I heard it that I didn't like it, and I've retracted it every time you've accused me of not liking it. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You still don't like it. I don't not like <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but this episode is going to be kind of interesting. We're going to talk about how we got into the brewing industry, as well as giving you guys some tips or things like off the top of our head. Um, obviously with us being a new show, we don't have a lot of followers on social media. Um, so I asked on social media, um, if anyone had any questions and it was crickets. So, uh, Go figure. <laughs> so if you want to know something, feel free. If you listen to this in the past tense, after it's already out, you can message us and we'll still answer your questions. So, um, but first things first, it's a j- drinking. Did, um, did we do our cool music intro yet? Yeah, you guys just yeah. can't hear it. Oh. Just imagine it's there. It'll come in po- post. We'll fix it it's in post. Like <laughs> 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 All right, there yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool, I'm good. I'm ready now. <laughs> You're like, woo! Uh, so did anyone have anything interesting to drink this weekend? I'm not going first. I'm just moving it close to me. What, oh, if, okay. what if Kevin wanted to go first? Here oh, go, Kevin. yeah. Kevin, honors. Kevin, you drink anything fun this weekend? I'm trying to think of uh, what I had. Um, Brian, so Grace... Not gracefully, graciously, uh, gifted me some Jefferson uh, bourbon. Yeah. That was nice. pretty delicious. Damn. You, uh, that was really good. Um, what else? How I do have? I become that good of a friend with you where I can get some Jefferson? Hey, you got to do some special You stuff. feel spurned? <laughs> 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 you got got oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what else do I have? I drank, um, I got into the fall spirit and drank some dogfish head, nice. uh, their pumpkin beer. That's what I was going to bring in for you guys, but totally forgot. Everybody forgot. We all forgot. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> We're having real shift beers today. Nice. <laughs> um, what else? I drank some March 1st, drank some orange cream. Always delicious. Great go-to. <laughs> Hashtag <Okay>. ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Brah. I didn't drink that much except for, I guess, Friday night. I told you I had those Smirnoff 
Red, white, and berries. Oh my oh. god! How are those? They're not bad. Yeah? I think March first bomb pop is better, but oh, totally. <laughs> 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 no, it was still good. It was just a little bit sweeter, and it was like more like a like blackberry kind of forward, like just berry, like very raspberry blackberry, mm. which isn't a bomb pop. And then I shotgun some twisted teas because I'm an adult. And they're really easy to shotgun. If you guys haven't shotgun, are you? I'm 25. <laughs> but, it's actually older than I remembered. <laughs> but if you, I mean, I was just with some of my, some of my friends. It was we were we were drinking to get drunk, right? Like right, there's right. different there's different occasions. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't hanging out and just like watching. I mean, we were, but like we just like finish the day like after a long day of work and start shotgunning fucking twisted teas. It's not how I roll, but in that situation, it seemed appropriate. And they're really easy to shotgun too. If you have a shotgun. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. They're not even carved <laughs> up. Yeah, dude, those boys go down Damn. smooth. All right. Fair enough. Um, Dang. I don't think I drank much other stuff other than that night. You did all the work in one night. Excuse me. I drank mm, tasty. Saturday night, but I can't remember what I drank, which is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> you drank all the things. I mean, I drank like, so I had some low fills in the fridge. I drank some of those. I had some October fuel from Braxton. Mm, I haven't had that this year. I'll bring you some. I'll try it. That's what you should have brought. I should have brought some. <laughs> I know. I was going to bring some stuff too, and I didn't. What else? We did all I fail. Drink? <laughs> I didn't get in any booze. Sunday, I didn't drink. But yeah, all right. Yeah, that's what I drank this weekend. Beth, just drinking. Okay. Um, so we went to Flipside Liberty Ooh. this weekend, and I had the uh, 50 West uh, Barrel Aged Maple Coffee Death Valley Shootout. They have that right what? now, by the way. You can't see me, but my mouth's wide open right now. Say, it was super good. <laughs> Flipside, amazing. Flipside always has the best draft list. Not only do I have oh, amazing yeah. food and amazing yeah, staff. Yeah, shout out to Flipside. Yeah, Contessa and Hunter are the shit, and they always have great beer on tap. Mm-hmm. Now I want to go to Flipside, damn it. But yeah. dude, yeah, you never you never realize. Like They'll post stuff online. I'm like, how the hell did you get that? Yeah, no joke. So, But last, I actually looked at their untapped like today. I think it looks like they still have it. So... Y'all better go. Shit, I'm going there for dinner. (laughs) End the show, dude. Let's roll. Podcast is canceled. Bye. All right. But yeah, that was super good. I mean, other than that, I had some of our stuff. Standard fare. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So so I went a little crazy. Um, (laughs) So last episode, I mentioned how I... Uh, hadn't had Rheingeist in a while, and I promised that I would I would buy some Rheingeist this weekend. Brian's looking at me like you didn't. That's so you telling the truth, bro. I did. Okay, I got some Cloud Harvest number three. It's pretty good. Though. No three. Um, I liked it. Um, it was a little perfumey, and I don't know why. Like it's I, very I, floral and grassy. Yeah. So, which isn't really my kind of IPA. Um, so. I I respect it for what it is. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad beer. I'm, I'm gonna pull the the typical not my style, um, but not I wouldn't I wouldn't rate it like a point two five. One out of five. And yeah, it's you know way I mean? better. That's the, the exact way to approach it. I hate right. when people post stuff. We've talked about like Untapped and oh, whatnot, yeah. and going through our reviews like, oh, I hate sours. One It's like, dude, if you're gonna drink it, then rate it right. for the style yeah, and yeah, yeah. what it hits. Well, and I don't even rate local beers anyways because yeah, you know, I, don't even I try to be beer. fair. Mm. But anyway, so um, some Ryan Guys Cloud Harvest number three. Um, I had uh, Prairie, uh, the barrel aged peanut butter bomb. Jealous. Which was fucking awesome. Um, and also Prairie Corner Piece, which is a birthday cake stout, non barrel aged, also amazing. Hmm. And DeClaw's chocolate covered pretzel. Damn, bro, you went pastry crazy. Dude, I did. I, mean, yeah. I really did. It was delicious. Why didn't you bring that in? Uh, I have <laughs> so some. Good. I have some. What's that, Kevin? 
I was just telling Brian um, the other day I was eating some chocolate covered pretzels. Uh, one, you can get them at Costco. They're so good. I forget the brand. Um, but I was eating them. I texted Brian. I was like, we got to do chocolate covered pretzel for stout blowout. Ooh, yeah. So tasty. Yeah, that's a that's a stout event. Uh, that we do here at the brewery, which, by the way, here's the uh, the daily show uh, disclaimer that uh, this show is not associated with our employer. And we've mentioned our employer like 10 times already. It's <laughs> inevitable. It happens. But it's not. It's, it, we're not trying to hide it. Fun. We're not trying to hide it. But you know what I mean? Just we are doing this on our own accord after work. Be cool, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's like, yeah, did you guys hear about that March 1st? Whatever. Like. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, um, that's the only cool thing I had this weekend. I mean, I had some other the stuff, only too. Cool thing. I forgot to mention, I did go to Nine Giant on Saturday. Ooh, yeah. And I had their Oktoberfest. It was Ooh. really, really good. Um, nice, malty, clean. And then I had a Belgian blonde that they did, which was pretty solid. Belgian's not my style, but it was pretty solid. 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? I had Wolf's Ridge. I forgot about that. It sat in my Ooh. fridge for a while. It's a uh, hazy IPA. I forget the name of it, but it was all right. Not, yeah. not nothing to write. <laughs> what is uh, Nine Giant has the one beer that always throws me off. They have like a it's like a mint uh, oh, a cucumber. Very mint, emergency. I think. Is I, that, think is, I think is a cucumber mint. I yeah, think. it's delicious. It's it surprises the shit. Well, Brian's giving me a look here. Like I don't know. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I'm giving you a You've look never, like, oh. That sounds I, like a like, you beer. It's so. a, it is a Brian beer. Um, I'm pretty I, sure that's called very emergency. And most yeah. cucumber beers I absolutely hate. But that and beer, that one wrong. is delicious. Cucumber is hard because yeah. like the skin of the cucumber, if you don't do it oh, right, true. like you get a bunch. It's like the skin of a pepper. It's like astringent, right? right? It's like super plasticky if you do it wrong. And mm -hmm. yeah. If you I'm, do it right, though, it's so like refreshing. Yeah. And, I remember I was at. I think I was at, what's the music festival they do in Cincinnati down over at... Bunbury? Uh, yeah, I was at Bunbury and a local brewery had a like a, a cucumber wood beer. And like Ooh, the, the blend of cucumber and the blend of Belgian... No, nah, it was gross, dude. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> That's why I didn't mention the brewery. <laughs> yeah, it just like, they just they just linked up and it was real dirty tasting and like they had mm. like they just didn't do it right. Oops. Was it Sweetwater had a cucumber something beer and I got a six pack of it and I couldn't even finish it. I can't mm. remember... Um, I don't know. I just cucumbers aren't my thing, but I'm always down to try stuff. You know what I mean? So, I think cool. we're done with drinking. Yep. No one else has any fun things. All Unless right, we want to cool. talk about <clears throat> drinking right now. I mean, yeah, and you guys oh. are drinking. Like, I'm about to get another beer too. So I'm I know we're about to take a beer break. Do like, we, can we? I'm pause taking it? my time. We are ten minutes in. We can pause it though, right? Or like, we, we, we don't, don't even have to pause it. I can just edit it. Wow. Fix wow. it in post. Five minutes later. Uh, this show is a little bit special. We're going to talk about how we got into the brewing industry and uh, we are also going to kind of give you guys some some tips if you want to get into the brewing industry uh, yourself. Uh, we don't know why you would want to, but no, <laughs> no, no, no it's fun. It's fun. Uh, so I think we're going to start off with our guest host, Kevin, uh, which he's kind of he's been here since literally day zero um at right. march 1st so give us a little like give us like a you know like a five to ten minute spiel on how you got here oh man where oh, to man. begin um so i graduated from miami university in 2011 um i was a marketing major so had nothing to do with uh science or chemistry or anything with brewing um, but I always had a fascination for cooking. Um, 
That always really intrigued me. And after I graduated, I moved back in home with my parents. And um, my brother had gotten a homebrew kit for Christmas, and he never used it, and it was sitting around. And um, I saw it, broke it out one weekend, and brewed my first batch of beer. Uh, it was an extract kit. I feel like the story's been told lots of times. Everyone, they do their first home brew, and they get hooked. And I was no different. Um, fell in love with it. I read a whole bunch of books about it, um, tried to learn more about the science behind it, um, got a subscription to Beer Advocate, read all those magazines, they were awesome, um, and just brewed a whole bunch of beer. Um, I tried to get my foot in the door with some the breweries, just trying to talk to them about different things. Um, nothing really came of it for like as a job or part-time job or anything. Um, and then my career path led me to actually move to New Orleans for a little bit. Um, I was working for Gatorade at the time, and I was living down there, um, still kind of brewing some batches. And at that time, I actually got interested in making hard cider, um, kind of same principles behind like fermentation process. So um, I was getting juice from like the Whole Foods down there, whatever the juice I could find without preservatives in it. Um, actually had one of my friends drive some juice down from Cincinnati and, uh, Holmeyer orchard and fermented it there in my apartment. Um, and it was turning out pretty good and I was getting tired of my job. I was getting tired of living down in new Orleans. So I wrote a business plan, um, trying to start my own company, trying to start a hard cider company. Um, I felt like there was an opportunity there. Not a whole lot of people were doing it locally. Um, there's a lot of Angry Orchard dominated the market at the time. Um, so I um, had the biz business plan written. Um, I had some recipes. And I actually it was in talks with some of the orchards locally. Um, and I moved back home to Cincinnati trying to um, start my own company which I found was very difficult when you have zero money and uh, <laughs> yeah. no place. Slightly. <laughs> so I actually bartended for a while, um, which was actually super beneficial because you got get to see all the different beers coming out. Uh, you get to interact with people as they're drinking, seeing what they like. Um, so I did that for a while at good old Tavern on the Bend in White Oak. Delicious macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and burgers. Oh, brother, <laughs> Over on the west side, baby. Um, so I did that, uh, actually, so I moved back in with my parents when I did that move from New Orleans back to Cincinnati. I was living in, uh, my parents' basement, uh, nice. unfinished basement, <laughs> Ooh, even better. Wow. It was, so <laughs> my, uh, niece and nephew got the upstairs bedroom because my mom would babysit like once or twice a week. And so they stayed upstairs and I stayed downstairs. It was <laughs> real special Luxury. moment in my life. <clears throat> Um, I got sidetracked. Um, so let's see. I was bartending, um, trying to find investors for um, starting this company. Um, me and two other guys worked for a while trying to find the right location and everything for the cider company. And we kind of got stuck um, trying to find the right location and everything. One of the guys actually turns out to be, um, ended up being the main guy over at Westside. Shout out to uh, Joe Mumper. Um, but I that guy. Yeah. Um, but I ended up meeting a gentleman by the name of Mark Stuhlreier, um, who 
he was interested in starting a brewery and distillery and I wanted to, to do the cider aspect. So we kind of decided to partner up and, um, start March 1st. March 1st was born. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting because I never had any of the large scale experience. All of my, um, all my experience was doing small test batches. So it was a huge learning curve on learning all the you know, large scale equipment. Um, I had no idea what a boiler was or how like st- steam heating um, vessels worked. So all that was new to me. Um, but luckily, well, not luckily, but it took us a long time to start. So we found it in 2016, didn't open up uh, the tap room until 2017. A lot of that was because of uh, permitting issues and whatnot. But it gave me time to go to some different conferences um, and go to some different breweries locally. Met a lot of, like the brewing community is super welcoming. Um, got a lot of good information from breweries around town. Got to shadow some people and kind of learn from them. And, uh, but yeah. So this is, this is part of the tips, I guess. Like, I feel like it's easier to ask this. Um, is there like a top three, um, you know, words of wisdom for someone that you think uh, might be out there going like, damn, I kind of want to start my own brewery, good or bad, like either do this or don't do that. Like the quick, quick three tips. You definitely have to have that entrepreneurial kind of spirit. You got to be willing to take the jump. Um, That's like, that's kind of the hardest part is you can't just tiptoe into it. You can't stick that one foot in the water. Um, You kind of, sometimes you just got to go, balls to the wall and try to figure out, make a way, figure out a way to make it work. Um, I quit my job and, um, you know, got kind of have to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Um, I, I tried getting a job, um, just part-time job. There weren't a ton of breweries open at the time, craft breweries locally. Um, I remember applying to Sam Adams and not hearing anything back from them, just trying to get some experience in the brewing industry, but it just didn't happen. Um, but yeah, so dedicate yourself, um, make connections. I think networking is a huge part of it. Um, brewing industry is very well, uh, close knit community and people are willing to help you out. So networking is always good. Um, and yeah, just kind of, I don't um, kind of go after your, your passion, whatever you're passionate about, what you enjoy, um, pursue it and, uh, yeah. Get her done. That's right. Oh, yeah. Now I think you're 100% right. I think everybody around this table would agree with me that I think that, um, if it's true in indi- any industry, it's very true in the brewing industry. It's all in who you know. Absolutely. Right? Um, so that's like one tip I would definitely throw out there as well as like you were saying, networking is so important. Go to events, talk to people, volunteer at events, you know, um, just put yourself out there. So hell yeah. See, I even learned some things about you. So cool. So who wants to go next? Does Brian want to go next? Does Beth want to go next? Who, who, who? You guys want to fight it out to the death? Or I could go. I don't know. I mean, you guys can go first. We can split it up a little bit. Because Kevin was somewhat on the production side, too. So we can do Kevin, one of you guys, because it's more marketing and graphics on your side. Mm. And then go back to production a little bit. All right. 
We can make Kevin get beers halfway through too. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I he, saw that carry, bro. Dude, that was yeah. an awesome carry. <laughs> Hell yeah. You want to go first? You want me to go I don't first? know. I'm trying to decide if it makes more sense for you to go first maybe, or for me to go first. Because we makes... are kind of linked in weird yeah. ways in terms of our job, like our career journey and like the industry. Maybe me, I think, since I started here before you, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I was but the one who sent you the job posting true. for oh here. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah, she did. See, now Kevin's about to learn something. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I, say, I say Josh first. All right, I'll okay. go first. We'll all right. So um, some of you guys out there might know that um, I did a beer blog before all of this called Raging Hop. Um, quick story behind Raging Hop it was I was doing... Do what? I mean, everyone knows I'm Raging Hop. Pretty much. <laughs> well, I don't think I've ever mentioned it on this oh, show. No. But... Um, so my friends and I, uh, you know, were sitting around drinking, having a good time. And, you know, I was always being that kind of creative person. I was always posting photos of what I was drinking on my social media. And I think that people, um, were going to get bored of it. They're like, bro, like you put, like, are you an alcoholic? Like, should I call somebody? Like all you do is post about your beer. Alcohol enthusiasts. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Um, so funny thing enough, uh, was, it wasn't going to start out as a blog. My friends and I wanted to start homebrewing, right? And we were going to like split the cost of equipment and, you know, we were going to start brewing and like, we didn't really plan on doing becoming a brewery or anything, but we wanted to like have a name for like our group, right? And have a blog. Cause like I wanted to do videos and I wanted to do, you know, um, photography and things like that. So we were drunk as shit one night, like trying to come up with ideas and like for whatever reason, raging hop came up and I'm like, all right, hell yeah. Like that, that sounds really cool. Right. Uh, so I remember that night I like reserved all the social media accounts. I bought RagingHop.com, like all this shit. Right. And I remember I went home, I woke up the next morning and I was like, guys, like I got everything set up like here, like all the pages and like, we're going to start posting shit or whatever. And everyone goes, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh no, oh, it's raging hop, guys. Like it's our like homebrew thing. And he, everyone's like, we didn't decide on the name. That that's not going to be the name. And I'm <laughs> like, but um, but I already bought the website. It's like, done. Shit, right? like, <laughs> we can't go back. So it's one of those things where like over time, um, you know, you know, it was like, hey guys, are we ever going to like pitch in and buy this equipment? It never happened. You know, one thing led to another, and I was like, all right, well. You guys are still my friends, but fuck you guys. Um, (laughs) And so I started just blogging about beer, right? Uh, So I kind of jumped in the industry, interviewing people, taking photos, kind of doing everything like the Gnarly Gnome does and some other people at the time. And um, I don't know. Well, I pretty much did it up until. So I started working at Jungle Gyms at one point, right? So I took a dive. I was in like this logistics job. I freaking hated it. I was making good money, but... I uh, hated going to work every day. So I got a job at Jungle Gyms. This is where I met Beth, mm. right? So I started off. I literally took, it was a part-time position, uh, social media, like, intern or helper or some, some I don't remember what my title was, but uh, <laughs> it was part-time. I was making shit money. Um, you know, I only worked, like, maybe, like, two or three hours a day. And um, <clears throat> the funny thing is, like, my girlfriend, now fiance, she was like, you should do that. Like, do it. Like, you know, you at the time I still lived at home and uh, she's like, this has got kind of like the first job that you have the um, possibility to like do what you went to school for. So I also went to Miami 
uh, went for visual media design. And so I was working at Jungle Gyms for a year or two. And um, I got to the point where I kind of wanted to look for another job. And it wasn't necessarily in the brewing industry. And uh, I was on vacation. And Beth literally sends me this job posting that was on Facebook. And she's like, hey, like these uh, March 1st is looking for like a social media person or whatever. You should apply. And so we got off the beach and I'm like, babe, I got to put in in my application. Like, hold on. Like, I know we're about to go to dinner or whatever, but I need to I need to apply for this job. Right. So put the put the application in, came in for an interview, got hired like that day. And um, so. But you had some experience at March 1st. Well, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that. So I I did. I did have like a brief couple uh, of times where. Um, so I guess since I was, I was known in the brewing industry to be like a photographer. Right. Um, so Lauren, I think that was her name, Lauren, um, from March 1st at the time, which kind of was like where it's my position, I guess, um, you know, reached out and she's like, Hey, like we need some photos for some products and things like that. Can you come in? And I came in one day, you know, shot all the bottles, uh, for the beer and the cider and do what? (laughs) I did not know that at all. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. So I came in as like, you know, contract, you know, and I think I did it twice. I came in two different occasions. Um, and I do remember coming in. I remember like the the current bar, it was like all like an office space or whatever. And I think I did pop my head in your office at one point like, oh, hey, what's up? I don't know who you are, but hey, hey you know, Josh. <laughs> I don't know you. Um, so yeah, yeah, I totally forgot to mention that. So <laughs> technically I did work for March 1st, so like on a contract basis. Um, and um, before I worked here, I actually tried to kind of become, I guess, uh, like a social media or like creative contractor with a lot of breweries around here. So what I would do is I, I went around to every brewery on social media that I thought, you know, wasn't doing enough. Right. I'm not saying like it was bad or whatever, but I was like, hey, like you could benefit for some, you know, from some like better photography or maybe some video or, you know, just social media management in general. Um, so I would reach out to people and and offer my services basically. And, uh, it never really got me anywhere. Um, you know, this was actually the only place that like paid me to do stuff. A lot of people would, would contact me after I did an article like, Hey, Hey, your photos are really awesome. Like, can we use it, you know, like on our website or whatever. And typically I would just let them do it for free because, you know, starving artists. It's kind of hard to get paid for things. Some people would just steal them, which that's another story that I'm not going to get into right now. Uh, (laughs) but, but anyway, so got the job here. Um, and, um, you know, any tips, you know, when it comes to, um, when I look at the marketing side of things, um, you know, they're kind of similar, right? It's, it's networking, getting to know people, uh, obviously if you yourself on your social media are very active on promoting, um, you know, brands or, or like just having fun with beer or like spirits and things like that, like anyone who like sends me a resume that has a link to like an Instagram or they have like badass photos of like cocktails or whatever, like obviously they're going to kind of grab my attention a little bit more than somebody else. Um, so, you know, the brewing industry is what you want to do in terms of like a marketing or like creative side of things is like, just do it on your own. Like, you know, like I was doing with raging hop, you know, it doesn't have to be a blog, right? Take cool pictures, take cool videos. I don't, I don't know, review stuff, you know, chug some beers and talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, do something <laughs> fun, right? Shotgun some twisted teas. Hell yeah, yeah, man. You know, you gotta get started somewhere. 
Um, but the interesting thing, which this is kind of like rolls a little bit into Beth and this will be a good segue mm -hmm. is, um, so at one point I was able to hire somebody else, um, to be on my team. And, uh, I was looking for somebody who kind of filled in some gaps that, you know, I, um, you know, wasn't as good at with, right. So I'm really good at photography. Well, all right. I don't want to, yeah, you are. I'm okay at photography. Uh, own it. So I'm like a photography I'm like master. a photographer, bro. Like, you know, like I got an IG that's like, you know, 100K, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. I, do, I do not. Um, so I was basically like, I want to, I want to, you know, hire someone who knows the graphic side of things. Right. And so basically I contacted Beth and she was Hello. like, what up? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, you want to work here? And she's like, yeah. And like, <laughs> That's kind of how it happened. That's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's more to that story, but I'll let Beth kind of tell it. So, okay. but yeah, Beth, you want to kind of give us your background? Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, so I graduated from uh, the University of Cincinnati in 2011, um, and I went to art school. I have a degree in fine art, uh, drawing, and illustration focus. Um, so, it's interesting. I actually wanted to go to school for graphic design, um, but at the time. I don't know if it's still this way at DAP, um, at UC, but uh, all the applications to um, those different schools were based on your ACT, SAT, and uh, GPA. Um, and I actually didn't meet the requirements to uh, get into the School of Design. So, um, yeah, I know. F them. And um, so I was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go, you know, get into the School of Art and then maybe I'll like transfer or whatever later. Um, and that that did not end up happening. I just ended up like committing to you know I did my four years in the School of Art, um, which you know has turned out to be great anyway because I feel like it gave me a really good you know background in uh, like hand drawing and traditional illustration, which is actually like more rare than you would think for a graphic designer. Um, but um, after I graduated from school, um, I moved back in with my parents. Classic uh, millennial story. So, um, and I kind of, I was working whatever jobs I could to like save up money. I was, I was trying to get a creative job, you know, but it's, it was super hard at the time. Um, and then eventually I ended up moving to, uh, Dayton, uh, with Corey, my husband, then boyfriend. Um, and I mean, while I was up there, I was trying to get a creative job still. I did like some freelance stuff, but I never really had like a solid, like full-time job doing that yet. Um, but while we lived up there, um, that's when we first started to, we, we got into home brewing. So this is, it seems to be a common theme. Um, but we did our, our first batch of beer was, um, a porter and we did it like on the stovetop, like in our really? kitchen of our apartment. <laughs> that's and awesome. yeah, and it actually turned out pretty decent. I have to say for like a first try. Um, but, um, that, that kind of was like the rabbit hole that like let us down into, you know, getting more interested into like the you know, the, the crafty side of beer. Um, and then eventually, uh, we both ended up getting, uh, new jobs in Cincinnati or he wanted to move back to Cincinnati. Um, so he got a job at AK steel and, uh, he's still working there. He's the smart one. So, there you go. <laughs> um, and, uh, he's I got sugar daddy, right? Dude. <laughs> Everyone needs a sugar daddy. Whatever, man. <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> I wish I had a sugar daddy. Shit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, and I got a job too. I, um, that's when I started working at a uh, frame USA slash poster service. Um, and that's where I kind of started actually doing, uh, like graphic design work, like as a, like a, you know, real job. 
Um, I designed posters. Um, they were a major poster distributor. They had like big supplier of Spencer's. Um, yeah. What are you going to say? I never knew that. Oh my God. Really? You never knew that? <laughs> I never knew like Frame USA did all that stuff. Well, yeah. It's the sister, co- sister company poster service does that. Huh. What were you going to say, Brian? I could see like a young Beth being like a manager at a Hot Topic or a Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to argue. She's like, okay, fine. I mean, I could also be like I categorized could see you also. You are, you are, you're you're in the same category. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, like it was, it, there were a lot of really cool opportunities there. Like I, I designed a, like uh, a shots poster that like went chain wide to post to Spencer's. They sold like That's tens of thousands cool. of them and stuff. It was super oh, cool. So yeah. Do you like have one? Yeah. Like, did you go buy an, one? No, I took one. Oh, you, well, I fucking worked there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Yeah, but there's one uh, framed like downstairs in our basement. Shit. You've probably seen it. I've probably seen it. Yeah, I need to see it again. I'll point I'm it out like, to you next time you're over. I came from Spencer's and you made it. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so around that time, uh, Corey and I both joined um, a homebrew club. Uh, we joined Mash, which is the Middletown Area Society of Homebrewers, um, and at the time, uh, they were meeting at uh, Osborne Brewing which is uh, Brent Osborne's homebrew shop in Middletown, uh, sadly no longer around. Um, but that's really where we started to like connect with people. Like you talk about networking and, you know, making connections and everything in, in the beer world. Um, that's where I met Shay actually, um, who was homebrewing at the time. He wasn't a professional as of yet. Um, and then uh, after that, like I worked for a uh, post service for like two years and then I, you know, I felt like I was, you know, needing a change. And that's when I moved on to Jungle Gyms, uh, which is where I met Josh. Jingle Jams. Jingle Jams. Um, so I was the uh, lead graphic designer for the beer and wine department at both locations. So, um, like, I did all their signage. I did the branding for, uh, like, Wine Fest, Beer Fest, Barrel Age, Beer Bash, stuff like that. So it was super cool, you know, stuff to work on. Um, and I, I remember like when I was there, like before you were Josh, um, and, um, they what? did, hi. <laughs> um, and, um, they, we did like, like you interviewed with the managers, I remember. And then you did like an interview with our team, like the creative yeah, team. Yeah. It was really weird. Like it was like, <laughs> I was in there with like three managers and like, I literally went from that room into this other room where like all the people were sitting, which I don't think you were there. I think you were at Eastgate that day, were you? I think I was like, call, I, me and uh, and Mike were yeah. calling in yeah. to like listen in or whatever. So and I basically got group interviewed. <laughs> yeah, um, which I'm sure was super not intimidating or anything. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I remember afterwards, like there were like three candidates, including you or whatever. And I like I specifically remember being like, Josh, like you should hire Josh. Oh, yeah. And like I was like recommending you. I don't know how much clout that had, but, you know, I'd like to think that like had enough. Yeah. So. um, So, yeah, I mean, I made a lot of, you know, more connections with people in the in the beer world just from working at Jungle Gyms um, in their beer department. and then, I mean, after that, I actually had a job in between Jungle Gyms and March 1st. Um, I worked at uh, AJJ Enterprises, which is, they, they do a lot of custom, like, games and it's, wall uh, decor. It's Kevin's kind of company. I know. they one Number of their, one cornhole yeah, manufacturer in the custom world. Custom cornhole boards is, like, one of the top sellers. <laughs> which, Kevin's by the, the way, um, really awesome little small business. So Regional cornhole champ. Right Dude. here. Yep. I'll steal that title right now. <laughs> <Right. laughs> 
But um, I mean, that it's a like I said, a really cool little small company. If you you know need those kind of like you know just custom games and stuff like that, they're awesome. Um, I mean, I, I actually learned a lot of production art um, skills from that job, which was turned out to be super useful here. Um, but I was working there for about a year um, when one day um, <laughs> Josh texted me and he was like, "Hey, like." Would you be inter- like? Would you be interested in like a graphic job at March first? And I was like, "Tell me more." Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so we, we went back and forth for a little while, and um, I mean, long story short, you know, I'm now here you're now. here. Yeah, and also it's worth mentioning that um, a little bit before that, I was doing a freelance work for Fig Leaf Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Um, even before, because obviously now you know March first and Fig Leaf are as one. Um, so I was very excited to, that was like right when the merger happened too. Um, like when, like as I was, uh, uh, you know, going to come into March 1st, like Josh texted me one day and he was like, Hey, and I, you thought this was so funny. You were like, it's Hey, hilarious. <laughs> you want to come to our new office? It's at three, three, eight, seven Cincinnati Dayton road. And I was like, bro, that's fig leaf leaf. what is that about and then you like sent me a picture of you and andy and brian in this room in the voltage room here and and i was like what "What is there like a collab going going on or something and no we kind of merged and yeah and you're like it's kind of a bigger deal than that so um so that was super that was amazing like that was really cool just you know you know because i knew you and Uh, you knew shay Shay Shay. was here yeah and i mean i like you know i knew cat too before i came in here and so like again with the connections like Mm -hmm. just knowing everybody like and it just really it led me here you know and and like you had no like idea you would ever work in the brewing industry uh i mean if you're talking about like when i went to school and like you know when i first started to try to figure out like what I wanted to do with my life Mm -hmm. I mean yeah I don't I don't think I had the intention of ending up in the brewing industry but like once we started home brewing and especially after I ended up at Jungle Gyms I Mm -hmm. was like I think this might be what I want to do like I want to be I want to be uh you know a designer for a brewery and people be like that's a really specific one right (laughs) you know but here I am so so what's like so what's your quick three like lightning tips oh, on, on like someone who might be in a design and, and like want to work at a brewery or something like that. Mm. Um, I mean, I really, the biggest one is like, I would just say like, get, get involved, you know, like if you're into, you know, since I was into home brewing, you know, like join a club, you know, start talking to people, even if just going to breweries and like, you know, talking to bartenders and like meeting the staff and everything or like, you know, volunteering at events and things like that like it really is the people that you know yeah. so and just stay persistent you know what I mean because like I feel like I had a ton of rejections along the way I think we so, all did yep <laughs> that's true but you got to just keep going hell yeah yep keep on keeping on, keep on, keeping on. so that's the story day Beth <laughs> now it's Bri's turn over here <laughs> wake up He's like falling asleep I'm, over there. I'm not tired. Do you want to go get us some beers for you? That's start? what I was about to say. Do you need to take another beer break? Or? I don't know, man. Yeah. All right. Beer break? Yeah. One eternity later. All right. So, Brian, give us the Your turn. Give us the story of Brian. <clears throat> okay. It's a very, very eventful. No, it's not that crazy. Um, <laughs> so, Beth and Kevin graduated college in 2011. 
And I graduated God. high school in 2013, so you guys are old as fuck. <laughs> oh my God. First off, but no. Um, so I actually started out like working restaurant jobs. I went to school for environmental engineering for a little bit when I lived in Florida, but I was young and not making enough money to live and go to school. And I was still kind of running that, like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I know I really liked engineering and I really liked cooking and shit like that. So moved back from Florida to Ohio. And unlike anybody else at the table, I moved back in with my parents. <laughs> um, Good job. But yeah, so I worked Technically, at... Technically, I never moved out. Is that <laughs> Damn, I was going to say, Josh never mentioned. Move, dude. Yeah. No, that's good. I never moved out. It's a long story. Look at you now. You a homeowner? You engaged to be married, yeah. bro? You drive a fucking Miata? I do. <laughs> You're an adult. It's, a, it's actually Camaro, but whatever. Nah, dude. I thought it was a Miata. Yeah. That's what Chris said. <laughs> <laughs> it is failure to launch. It's very true. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. But no, so I actually worked for a, a local pizza place in Cincinnati uh, called Dewey's Pizza. Um, for those that aren't familiar, it's more of like a sit-down kind of restaurant. It's not like a Papa John's or anything. It's like a full like gourmet. We make everything in-house, make dough, make salad dressings, everything from scratch kind of shit. So uh, I got in there, worked there for about four or five years, kind of moving up the ladder. Um, I was focused more on the back of the house. Like Kevin said earlier, he was kind of into the culinary world, really into cooking. So um, I was the same kind of person. Um, worked there as a kitchen manager for a while, kind of decided I would take a step back. Um, living with my parents, I had the disposable income to kind of make that decision. And I went to Cincinnati State one day to enroll in their culinary school program and realized that they had a brewing science program. So at first, I actually had like not home brewed at all. I didn't really know where I wanted to be in the industry. I, I didn't know if I wanted to be a taproom manager or a sales rep, like just some sort of management, some sort of logistical position in the industry. So I joined the program. And I applied to every single brewery in the Cincinnati area. What, like, what made you choose to do brewing over culinary? So, I like Dewey's always had Dewey's Pizza where I used to work always had like a solid beer list. And the guys that I worked with at Dewey's that were a little bit older than I was, like when I was kind of like become like turning twenty one, like they were huge beer nerds, like the fucking neck beards that'd be like, "Yo, bro, I'm getting hints of chicory in this beer," like which I found. I mean, I found thought it was super interesting. Which is everybody at the table at this table right now? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So like, I I just like really got into like the whole gra the craft beer and like the whole um like flavor combinations. Like this is before I knew what fermentation was and the whole process that went behind it but I just knew that like I thought I had a good palate I was really interested on what things made sense together when it comes to flavors and uh I thought it would be you know there's always the stigma of like you can be a chef but like for the first 10 years of your life you're going to be miserable working 60 to 70 hour weeks and yada 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 which obviously is intimidating I mean mm. if I if I found an alternative where I was comfortable like I was with beer I mean I was it could have gone either way but I just took the shot for beer right so I applied to every single brewery in the city. Um, I got an email back from Kevin saying that we might be hiring bartenders. So I called him like every other day until he made me, until I made him schedule an interview. Um, I came in here, I interviewed super briefly. Um, they were only looking for bartending positions at the moment. So I came in, I kind of got acclimated with them. Kevin gave me a tour, brought me on as a bartender part-time for a little bit. I only worked like two or three shifts a week. Um, when I interviewed with, with Kevin, I made the, the emphasis that like I wanted to, like I was in school, I saw myself bartending through school while I figured out where I, fit, where I fit in in the industry, but I'd love to get any, any spot that I could fill. I mean, March 1st was a younger company, so like there was a lot of spots to be filled. There's only like four or five salary employees at the time. Um, so luckily for me, horribly for Shay, Shay sloped and cut his finger almost all the way off. 
So he was out of work for a couple weeks, um, and they did help in the in the brew house. So mm-hmm. I remember like going there my first day in like shorts and vans, <laughs> and like our old head brewer Ben like, dude, fucking go home and change. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know, man. <laughs> you didn't have any boots, man. I'm well, she's like, I mean, like I'm wearing like skate shoes, like non slip. Right. Like I didn't fucking know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like me trying to take pictures back there in my fucking New Balances, right? right. Like, yeah, dude. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, he was like, he didn't, make, he didn't send me home, but he was just like, you can just stay away from the chemicals, stay away from the hot stuff, and like your feet are going to be disgusting by the end of the shit because you're going to be soaking wet. So for a long time, um, they like again being a young company, they didn't know where I would really like the production schedule and whatnot wasn't as fine tuned. So like, I would get a text from Kevin or Ben at like nine o'clock the night before, like, hey man can you come work for 10 hours tomorrow? So I was working like some weeks I would work 40 hour weeks, some weeks I'd work 70 hour weeks and I come in at 6 AM and work till 4 PM and then work and then bartend until 11. Um, and kind of just really fill the hole. So I think in, in December, it'll be three years this December. So December, pretty much December, three years ago, Kevin offered me a salary position full time where I was helping in the brew house, helping package, cleaning kegs, that kind of stuff, like the traditional seller, man or woman kind of position. And I was also delivering, which was awesome, dude. I love <laughs> delivering beer. I remember when you used to deliver. Dude. You used to do like events and stuff too, right? No, I mean, I used to no, like bartend okay. events. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like those back in the day where it was like, just put me wherever the fuck you can right. fit me in. Like I will do anything right now. Um, and I'll touch on that later on. Like when I talk, we talk about like the tips and stuff that I think. So after that, um, I delivered for about a year and a half. Um, delivering's not that bad. It's just like anybody that is a sales rep or a delivery driver in the city of Cincinnati, where like there's so much competition, no beer buyer gives a shit about you. If you're, if your tap handle goes away, there's 10 people behind you to fill that tap handle. So it's just a lot of those like confrontations where I'm rolling in at like, excuse me, at like 10:50, and I'm supposed to be there before 11, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> um, but yeah, so I did that for a while. Um, slowly moved my way up, became a full-time brewer. Um, I was running the system here pretty much only as myself. Started writing recipes for the for the brewery as I was going to school at Cincinnati State. Um, somewhere early on and me moving up in March 1st, I figured out that production was a spot where I sat. Um, I loved the science behind it, the mending of flavors, the malt, the hops, the yeast, all that stuff. So I kind of dove the fuck in, <laughs> in a <laughs> sense, like not having much homebrew experience. I was here on the weekends brewing on our pilot system for free. Um, pickle ginger goza, bring it back. That shit slapped. Um, stuff it's, like that. It's still like a top. Like five or ten beer here, dude. That yeah. beer is delicious. Where's the yeah. squid ink goza? I'm ready for a squid ink goza. Beth, now everyone knows what a squid ink goza. Now we gotta make it. That's our you do realize you can edit this out. It's no, not I'm like it's joking. live. I'm Jesus just joking. Christ. It's been done before. I mean, if you guys want to do something crazy, fucking do it. No, it's been done it's before. Not it's not. It's, oh, okay. I mean, I didn't get this idea because I saw it somewhere, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I really got into it. I was brewing. Here on the weekends, I was going to school full time. We were brewing two to three beers a week at school, coming in on the weekends with some of my classmates and teachers to brew on the weekends there as well. So I was kind of just like reading everything I could, going through any schooling that I could, going to classes at Magistry for Sensory, going to everything that I fucking possibly could do because I figured out what I wanted to do, right? So I'm going to put my head completely into it. Um, after that, um, Brewed here full time, kind of got into the, like the assistant distiller role. We were packaging on our six head Mahine. That was super fun. No problems whatsoever with that. Um, not a single problem. It was awesome. 
Um, but no, I mean, I just like slowly moved my way up, um, wrote a bunch of recipes, tested them out. Things went well and it kind of worked out to where I ended up running operations here as the head brewer and us merging with fig leaf. When I say us, I don't mean March 1st. None of us work here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I got to work with Andy and kind of bounce off our knowledge off each other and it only grew from there. So yeah, now I run distilling operations and brewing operations and it's been pretty sweet. It's been awesome. It's yeah. literally like, like you, you are like the epitome of like starting at the bottom. Now we hear motherfucker. And now <laughs> no, seriously though. And like, I, I think know? some of it has to do with luck and opportunity. And when, if, when you ask me like what my tips are, it's going to be, if you find the opportunity, a young company fucking show up, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but when, when I saw the opportunity here, it was like, I will do fucking anything mm -hmm. to yeah. move up. Right. And that's how the brewing industry is, especially from the production side. Like you have to show up, you have to put your head down. You have to do whatever you can. If you're coming in on a Sunday morning at 4am and that's what they need from you, don't bitch about it. Come in like, and do like, it's, it's all about attitude, at least for me. Right. If I ever, if I had to hire somebody right now, the biggest thing for me would be someone that comes in with a great attitude that's excited to be here. And if you do that and you're, you're, you're teachable and you're again, excited, you're, you're there to put your head down and work. Like you're going to, yeah. you're going to do it. And like, like, don't like, you're going to come in and like, and then I'm not even on the, you know, actual production side, but I know I've seen it. Like you're going to come in and you're going to be basically doing all the shit jobs. Yeah, it's one of those industries. Smile like, on your yeah. face. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you, you start know. doing some of the scut work in a sense. I'm gonna burp. Excuse me. Where you're Come cleaning, in. yeah, you're cleaning kegs for nine hours right. for one whole day, being a robot, just turning valves and one like flipping it over. Like that's just how. I mean, that's not that's the traditional how it is, right? It's not every situation, but right. and the brewing industry, especially in like this area and maybe just in America in general, is very true to that. Where you kind of unless you come in with like a master's in chemistry, you're going to pretty much start cleaning kegs, doing packaging, cleaning the floors, doing small seller. I mean, shit, even, stuff, even so. then, like you could have, you know, a degree in like, I mean, you know, using like chemistry as like an example, right? Like you might have somebody, um, who might be awesome for like a, uh, lab tech oh, for job sure, yeah. or something. Right. Which we kind of have that here, like Anique, like one of our bartenders, right? Like she, she has a chemistry degree, right? Or is it? Um, a, I think it's environmental science, but she's, but she's like, like very chemistry focused. Yeah. Like. And like, it's the same thing. Like we don't necessarily have um, the, you know, lab or like, you know, time to like dedicate to like having a full time lab person. But hopefully one day. Hopefully one day. Um, but you kind of got to start at the bottom there, right? Oh, for you know, sure. Like, oh, yeah. like you bartend for a little bit and then and maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I did as well, right? Like bartend and bother the people yeah. that, that can put you in that position and like and if the opportunity was ever presented to me right like before i got a job in the industry if it's like hey like we need help or you know do you want to bartend or whatever and then like maybe before my shift i come in and like take photos and shit like yeah fuck yeah i'll do that well i mean that's that's true to like every small business too like every small small business wants to promote within right they mm -hmm. want to find like-minded people that are that are going to be loyal and that are going to have their back and they're going to be invested right. in the company which, I mean, like I said, like I've seen people from our sales team like move to like the brewing side. I've seen people um, from, uh, yeah, I've seen people from bartending kind of get into helping with production a little bit. Or like um, even somebody like uh, Jess, she does like a lot of our 
um, events and stuff like that. And like, she literally started out as, um, like I needed somebody to run like tastings and stuff for me. And, um, she kind of came in on like a super part-time basis. I'm talking like two hours a week and she would go to like a place and, uh, run a tasting of, you know, uh, sycamore, you know, whiskey or something like that. And then she moved like kind of from there to like doing like, uh, a lot more events for us. And like now she's bartending, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, I don't know where, you know, she's going to end up, you know, where she wants to end up. Right. You know, maybe at some point she'll be like kind of like an events manager or something like that. But you know, it's always like have an open mind, you know, you can't have an attitude of like this job is beneath me. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even, even like, you know, you know, we're like, like Beth and I, right. We're not in the operations team. And like, it's kind of funny. Cause sometimes like I'll be sitting there like taking pictures and shit. And like, you guys are like, you know, mad at like the canning line or something like that. Right. It's like, bro, like, what the fuck? like you're just, you're just here trying to take pictures and get the fuck out of here. Right. But like, it's the same thing. Like I've stood there and like helped. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been a big hell, but you know, nah. where it's like, you know, like, Oh, like, can you do this or grab that or help? You know, it's, it's like, and once you're like on a team, it's like, it's a, all a team. team well, yeah. Sport, you have to like you know own I mean? it. Right. Yeah. Like feel like it should be important to you. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, everything. And that that's like the one thing I will say about the brewing industry is like everyone that works here kind of has this kind of ownership kind of uh, like mentality. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I want us to succeed. And if and if I have to help do this or that or whatever, like I'm going to do it for sure. Right. And I'm sure that's a mindset that an employer wants to see as well. Hell that's yeah. what's important. Um Especially, like I said, from a production standpoint, you have to, it's not that you're going to like instantly, no matter what your background is, you're going to automatically do scut work, but you just need to make sure that you, you're fully invested and mm. not necessarily like fully invested in like you drop everything and risk a lot, but you just yeah. need to make sure that you have the right attitude and you're there to learn and you're not big headed ego, yada, yada, mm. yada. But kind of like if we need you on a Sunday morning at 4am, it's probably better to say yes than no. It's gonna but give us. True. It's gonna give us the, the idea that you're invested. Right, because if the other person shows up, right, that person's yeah. gonna end they up. Win. You know, getting the full time job later on down the road. For sure. Does anyone else have any fun tips they want to like throw in there? Because I, I don't know. We're at an <laughs> hour. <laughs> oh, are we at an hour? We're at an hour, but we also had like two beer breaks. Yeah. That's true. We're probably at like forty minutes, maybe probably like forty five. Yeah. What else is on the, on the agenda? Um, uh, nothing. It's just basically tips, uh, front of house, back of house, brewing. I threw sales. Like no one at this table is really in the sales side of things. Yeah, without Chris like so. being here. Well, yeah. Chris runs our tap room. He's had a background opening restaurants, running bars, bartending. He's done yeah. that whole front of the house gig. So Yeah. And it's the same. I mean, same thing with sales, right? You know, like you might come in at, you know, if, if your goal is to get in as a salesperson, you know, maybe, um, you know, you might you might have to start bartending or you might have to you know, just kind of be a, a merchandiser you know, at Kroger or, yeah, running deliveries, driving the truck, lugging kegs up and down steps and shit at bars around the city. And <laughs> Brian is all about that. Yo, fuck that shit. <laughs> but no, I mean, like like we touched on, like with a lot of small businesses, you have to justify the like the money that they're spending on you. Right. Right. They don't have mm-hmm. that disposable income. So if you have to wear a couple hats in the beginning, like it's something that you should expect. And it shouldn't be discouraging either. Yeah. It's not that they're not invested in you. They're just justifying your position until you prove that you can make that motherfucking money. Yep. Shit. 
But yeah, I mean, I think the number one tip is put the time in, right? If it's something yeah. you really, really want to do, um, you know, show up, make yourself available, and uh, do the work with a smile on your face, you know, because as much as people want to romanticize like the brewing industry, like don't get me wrong. It's a fun as hell industry to work in. But oh, yeah, the there's time, moments like, when it's just like, Oh, oh man, like, is this my job? Yeah, right. and like production side, the canning line goes down at four thirty on a fucking Friday. Like you don't just pack up and go home and finish on Monday. You're the told it's done, man. Yeah. Right? Or like you have an, you work a forty hour week and then you're like, oh, I got to work an event from, you know, eight a.m. until midnight on Saturday. You know, on yeah. a Saturday. You know, um, so it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Thank like you. Kevin, Kevin's got something. <laughs> what we got, Kevin? <laughs> like everyone has this like romantic view of working in the brewing industry. Like everyone's just sitting around drinking beer all day, but it's nowhere like that. Everyone's busting their ass. A lot of long hours um, and a lot of hard work that gets put into making good beer. So yeah, if you think if you're sitting there like, Oh, I want to get into the brewing industry cause I'm just going to sit there and drink beer. It's not like that. Nope. Not at all. So I mean, we have yeah, fun. Sure. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. But in general, you know, it's it's a job. Yep. You know, yep. we're all here for a paycheck, and we're all here to build a business and kick some butt. Sweet. <laughs> it's also good not to take your shirt off at events. Also, true. Don't do that. <laughs> How would you know that? <laughs> no comment. Don't worry okay. about it. Don't don't <laughs> don't follow him on Instagram. I think you deleted <laughs> that photo, didn't you? Oh, it's still on there. <laughs> no. All right. Follow Brian Fisher. Fisher five. I don't know. Your, your Instagram's like, damn, dude. You know my Instagram. It's like Brian handle? Fisher five something. That's it. There's it's a like five. Brian Fisher five, dude. Oh, that's oh it. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. You're famous. Wow. <laughs> um, but anyways, hey guys, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, like if you have any questions after this, right? Um, you know, send us a message if you have a question for any of us or Chris, who's not here, right? So Chris is our kind of GM slash taproom manager. He has a lot of, um, you know, uh, experience running bars and bartending and things like that. Uh, let us know. And, um, you know, follow us on social media at Shift Beers on pretty much everything except Instagram because it's Shift B-E-E dot R-S. It's a mouthful. If you whatever. look up Shift Beers, you'll probably find it. Shift, if you, if yeah. you tap in Shift Beers, it'll pop up. Um, give us a uh, subscription on whatever your favorite podcast, th- um, you know, listening services, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, we're on Google now, by the way. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much on everything now. So yeah, yeah it feels super uh, legit. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a real podcast. Yeah. Well, if, if another podcast is listening to plug for a plug. No, I mean, for we'll sure. plug you, you plug us, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, was it Cincy Brewcast, right? Good podcast. Yeah. Uh, beers and beards. Um, is an awesome podcast as well. I don't know if you guys have listened to it. Yeah, I've listened to it. Um, with uh, MMA McKinney and, oh, man, what's the other guy's name? You dug yourself a I hole. I fucking dug it in a hole. Soon. I like both of them. They're yeah. awesome people. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh, my God. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Uh, but we shall catch you next time. Thank you. Bye.